Hello and welcome to the Knots Night podcast, celebrating great places to drink in and around Nottingham. And today we're celebrating what's arguably Nottingham's most successful brewery and pub brand. Castle Rock is marking 25 years of brewing, but its history of pubs date back to 1977. Recently, we went along to the Castle Rock Yard party at the Vat and Fiddle, back after a Covid hiatus, and I spoke to the boss, Colin Wilde. Three years ago we ran this party and it seems a long time ago now, but looking out, sunny day, seeing all these people enjoying themselves, drinking great beer, it's, uh, it's great to be back and uh, really putting us through our paces with other hard uh, working team members behind the bar pulling pints and laying the music on. It's uh, yeah, quite emotional really, it's uh, a sort of happy, happy day. I mean we're here at the Vat and Fiddle which is the heart of your operation, it is where the brewery is itself. Generally speaking, um, it's my opinion that Nottingham at the moment is really buzzing. People have got back into the swing of socialising and supporting their pubs. Is that what you've observed um, across the sort of Castle Rock estate? Yeah, on the whole, yes. Uh, it, I mean, people have no doubt changed their habits from what they have. They may have uh, gone out or used hospitality venues and pubs in particular uh, three years ago before the pandemic. Um, the, the, the sun comes out. I think people are going out because clearly they've missed that social need of connecting with people and seeing friends they might not have seen for a long time and meeting new people and just having that that vibe and buzz around. So it, it, it is feeling that Nottingham is coming back but with uh, people working from home it's the times of day aren't quite uh, it isn't quite back to how it was but as I say days like this and having so many people at our yard party we're absolutely de delighted that uh, we're now allowed to do that what are you seeing with um, venues like the city centre say the Keen's Head uh, or indeed here at the Vatten Fiddle when it comes to footfall that that traditional after work drinking has that has that waned, waned a little bit do you think um, it's horses for courses. In some cases, people are only who would have worked in the office Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday are now only working Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Um, there's less opportunity for them to go out. However, what I think that we're seeing amongst some people is if they're only in town for three uh, tea times a week, they'll go out for three tea times because they know they're not going to be around on Monday and uh, Friday. So. It's like going into the office. They're, they're having that social interaction with colleagues that they don't do at home. And so I think that there is. That I think more more colleagues will meet after work to go for a beer because otherwise they're sat at home and obviously everyone's got a different lifestyle. But if you're working from home Monday and Fridays, that's four day block where you aren't connecting with your work colleagues in the in the physical sense. The pub is a great place to do it. The other thing that I've noticed about Castle Rock, even through the pandemic and and beyond, you've been consistent in bringing new beers to the market. Your, your craft beer department, if I can call it that, is really thriving. Even today at the yard party, we're seeing you know, beers that we've not seen before in, in volumes. We're seeing a, a massive selection. Is, is there a danger of having too much selection? Well, our business has always thrived on choice um, and through through experimenting with that choice we have the opportunity to find some new great beers. So if you didn't try something new you would never never find that for yourself. So we certainly will never stop trying to innovate and bring new things to market. However, the, the other side of the coin is if it's uh, not broken, why try and mend it? So uh, with our traditional range, we, we try and do both, but, but 
in trying to capture a younger generation or a new uh, generation of beer drinker, it's very important to, to be innovating in that that space. I've got to say, I'm still a fan of Harvest Pale. I always go back to it, whatever happens. I've tried a couple of the, the craft beers yeah, today. Thank you. When it comes to those new flavours, though, you personally, what, what do you like drinking? Uh, and I, 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 I hate to say, what's your top three beers? But if it was down to you, what would you really personally choose? Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, it comes a fair, I come with a fair bit of bias, and I, I'm actually in the same school as viewers, uh, pouring a pint of uh, Harvest Pale, and I'm quite happy, thank you very much. Ha however, out, well, also in our range, but one of the more modern beers as a, as a permanent beer is Session in, uh, in Keg, which is uh, with CO2 added. It's a very soft flavour, more modern flavour with uh, newer hop varieties that are now coming to market. Um, and then just across our, our, our own range of craft, we, we've got, as I say, we've got some very innovative beers. And, and it's not just the ingredients, it's the uh, process that we're uh, experimenting with within the brewing process. So uh, just changing things to try and enhance, and it's a, it's a very piecemeal bit at a time. More to come from Castle Rock's Colin Wilde in just a bit. But first, a delve into history. And thanks to the brilliant Nottingham Camera Archives, we came across a front page story from the Notts and Derby Drinker from May 1977. It reports that a judge at Nottingham Crown Court had overruled a decision of magistrates in Newark who had refused an application to relicense the old King's Arms in Kirkgate. The pub had been closed in 1972 by Courage, who at the time had a virtual monopoly in Newark, serving nothing but filtered and pressurised beers, reports Camera. The judge said that this was not in the public interest. A licence was granted for a free house to be run by Chris Holmes, his first pub in what was to become the Castle Rock Group. Which brings us full circle. You're listening to the Knott's Night podcast, celebrating great places to drink in and around Nottingham. And at KnottsNight.com, we've recently refreshed loads of our reviews to bring them up to date. You'll also find a new edition of the famous Knott's Night map, including the addition of a special section for Snenton. Now, since 2014, pubs in Nottingham City area have had to pay a late-night levy, an extra tax if they serve booze after midnight. The idea was to pay towards the cost of policing and other measures to deal with antisocial behaviour, but it's not brought in nearly as much income as it had been hoped, and now it's recognised that it may in fact be damaging income for pubs, particularly in the suburbs. I put the idea of paying extra to Castle Rock's Colin Wilde. I think if pubs are getting the benefit from it, then it is in their interest for this system to, to exist. Ha however, lots of pubs aren't as busy as the general public or the, the councillors may think that they would be after 12 o'clock. So, albeit our, our pubs were generally licensed to stay open till 1 in the morning or even just 2 o'clock on occasions, it's always down to our managers and tenants' discretion for, to make that decision, are we busy enough to justify staying open. The decision we made when the late night levy first came in was that we didn't want to pay it just on the off chance of one or two occasions where it might be worth it, therefore we changed our licensing hours back to 12 so the majority of our pubs uh, uh, elected not to pay it because we didn't see the benefit of paying it for for any trade after midnight. I mean obviously in the core of the city you're, you're obliged on occasion to have security on, quite rightly so as well because you've Let's say 
most Castle Rock drinkers are responsible drinkers, I would like to think. Yes. But clearly you can't account for people who might be coming for, from the Larry pub down the road. So you, you've got to maintain that balance. No, there's you? always going to be exceptions, and even just looking what's happened in the last week in the, in the sphere of football matches, there's, there's always a minority that then hit the news with, a, with some misbehaviour and uh, then the whole sort of system or the whole uh, environment or everybody's environment is uh, affected by the actions of one or two people. Clearly, culturally, when you've got people uh, who are good customers, which the majority of the drinking public are on the whole, um, they set the culture and will try and uh, sort of set the standards themselves, so people's behaviour have to match the standards of the group. Uh, certainly in our pubs, we uh, actively police that to make sure that we've got the right people in who can look after our sites as well. Well, the idea of pubs paying towards the cost of policing has divided opinion. In a recent Knott's Night poll, it was in fact a 50-50 split. The City Council is currently consulting on whether to end the late-night levy, and a decision is expected in September. And that'll do it for this edition of the Knott's Night podcast. Don't forget you can see the very latest reviews online at knottsnight.com, and you can email your feedback to knottsnight at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. We'll be back soon.